0: What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, the exclusive interview edition. What are we doing here? No one expected this. No one knew this was going to drop onto their device so right now.
1: hopefully you guys are subscribed because this is how you get it.
0: This is why you subscribe, guys, because we're not going to tell you everything we're up to. Sometimes we want to surprise yeah, you. And
1: if you guys just come across of this little special edition later... Just think about it. Oh, man, <laughs> if I was subscribed, I would have gotten, gotten it right away. Yeah. So go ahead and subscribe.
0: Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like a duck. But listen, we're not going to go through the whole thing. This is a special exclusive interview edition. We don't need to do all that house cleaning. What we have here is an interview. What we have here for you is an interview. We got an exclusive interview for you guys. I don't even know if I just said that correct. Exclusive interview. For you guys. Sorry, I'm all worked up.
2: <laughs>
0: we, got, we got Andrew. Okay, we got Andrew. And we saw he was printing some receipts on his Instagram. And we said, look, there's a story to be told here. I don't know that TLC told us the whole story. Okay, maybe there's some truth to what we saw. And I'm sure there is. But maybe we didn't find everything out. Maybe Andrew has something to say. And so, listen, this is America. You know, we're an international podcast, but this is America. (laughs) Bald eagles. No, we're not doing that. But this is America and you deserve a fair trial. So that's what we set out to do. We said, Andrew, if you want to come on the pod and speak your truth, we're here.
1: Exactly. And we're so happy that Andrew accepted that invitation. And what else do you want to add before we dive deep into it? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it, and hope you guys enjoy this.
0: Hope you guys enjoy.
1: You know, guys, that we do this for you. It's all for you. Also, a little for ourselves, because we're curious people, but it's mostly for you. We don't
0: talk to Andrew for ourselves. We talk to him for you.
1: Well, again, a little curious people here. (laughs) We are. We are
0: self-masochists.
1: Let's be honest.
0: So, let's do it. This is for you. Thank you, guys, for pressing play on this special Edition, this exclusive interview edition. This is exciting. It's the first one. It might not be the last. Let's do it. Here we go. The interview with Andrew. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, quite possibly the most hated man in reality television, <laughs> the one and only Andrew.
2: Woo! Woo.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being here. Oh, he's ready to fight. He's got his dukes up. He doesn't he doesn't have his vest on, though, but he's got oh. his dukes up. <laughs> I lost the magician's vest. It's not at the dry cleaner. You're not getting impressed. for.
2: Right, I need to seriously. I saw that.
0: Thought your outfit could cause such a stir.
2: To be honest, that outfit was changed three times during the tell-all. Oh wow! So like, like I came with a full three-piece suit, and I like I had this whole thing, and I was like looking forward to wearing it, and I had a pink shirt on, and all this stuff. And when I got there, they're like, "Take off the suit, change the shirt." Do this, do uh, that, oh, wow. and so they they totally uh, changed me up into that that appearance for
0: the the tallow. So whole, it's their fault. It's their well,
2: fault. Well, no, it's my fault too. I
0: I, <laughs> I brought the I brought the vest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it gave us great fodder. It gave yeah, everyone yeah. great fodder. So we appreciate. It. And you were the only person to actually dress up for it. I thought we had to. <laughs> 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 what kind of affair is this?
1: I love I don't know, it. Like, I was saying that you looked like a wedding Asher.
0: Oh, really? Like, I said restaurant <laughs> magician. Okay, like I could do, I, I or like
2: one of those, like you know, balloon clowns. I like said on your boom. table, you know, so and like just like shift it all up for you, you know. <laughs> right. We
0: appreciate it. So yeah. anyway. We'd love to go back and just start from the beginning. If we yeah. can't, let's, let's tell the whole story here. So what made you go on an international dating site in the first place?
2: Well, I went on, uh, it was international And, uh, I, I told the the producers this, when they asked the same question, I say, like, I have an international mindset. I have an international uh, securities degree. I used to live in Europe. Uh, I've dated, uh, foreign women before it was, it's just kind of, a. uh, the direction that I have have headed in um, a lot of my life. And so I thought that it would be nice to have an international relationship. So I signed up for the international uh, dating website and uh, Amira sent me a message. And here we are.
0: You guys can't see it. He is, he's an international man of mystery. He's got a lot of flags of different countries <laughs> behind him. Right. He's not lying. So you studied international relations. Uh, yeah, international security and conflict studies. I don't know what that is. No, but it sounds it's,
1: interesting. <laughs>
0: it's it's like it's like uh,
2: NGOs, human migration, conflict between oh. nations, um UN Security Council, like all these kind of things you go into. Um uh, so yeah, I was uh expected to go into like the clandestine services after I graduated and whatnot, but I ended up running a daycare.
0: So huh? Hey, you know, <laughs> so you said you dated internationally before. Yeah. What countries? Are those all the flags of the women that you <laughs> right. dated? My
2: conquest or <laughs> <are> your trophies? <laughs> you know, like just my my wall of trophies here. No, not at all. Um, I, I lived in Ireland, so I dated uh, women in Ireland and then also the Netherlands and Germany, uh, South Korea and Brazil, I think.
1: So I have a question for the two of you guys since i'm the i'm the foreigner you guys are americans and you both dated american women and international women right yeah so what's the biggest difference and you know and you and drew you can start
2: so so what's the biggest difference between like american women and international yeah women? like
1: dating like what do you like this like what's your take on this
2: Ah, I don't Okay. Um, without trying to get in too much trouble, I would say that, uh, the, the difference is probably the, the level of communication. Um, I, at least in my experience, when, uh, when dating, uh, um, someone overseas or when I was overseas, the communication was much more fluid. There was a lot more of it. And, uh, it was, it seemed very, very healthy, you know, and less dramatic. But uh, I I seem to be very wrong about that and how everything turned out on
0: 90
2: know?
1: How about you, John?
0: Well, you're the only international love I've had. I better be. (laughs) Andrew, I don't think you've taken it to the point of marriage. But I would say the biggest difference for me is with the family. Like, I can't just call up your dad and talk to him because I don't speak Czech. So there's a little bit of that, that wall between me and your family
1: that's very true but it doesn't stop my dad talking no, to you
0: no your dad has said some filthy there's, things to me
1: <laughs> google translate
0: oh wow. oh wow google translate doesn't always get it right oh my gosh it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the dad doesn't hold back at all we'll, t- <laughs> we'll tell good. you off the air
1: yeah we'll, t- <laughs> we'll need to tell you <laughs> no off <worries>. the air
0: <laughs> no worries man. but i truly think all people are people like it doesn't that's matter exactly. where you're that's you very know? true, that's true. So. Exactly. And I think that uh,
2: there's there's a lot of, you know, to be learned from international uh, relations in that way. I think that we learn about each other. We learn about ourselves. And I think we grow a lot when we we date internationally and we meet people internationally. And there's there's a lot of uh, self-improvement there. I, oh, I'd sure. also say
0: the, the the type of person that's willing to date internationally on both ends, the American and the international there's something about them. They're a little more curious. They're a little more adventurous. Yeah. And that's probably more exciting Mm -hmm. for for, for people like us. I was just going to say,
1: yeah, go ahead, Andrew. (laughs)
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut
2: you off, but I was just totally agreeing. It's uh, the adventure, uh, the spirit of adventure is there, you know, especially in the international relationship. There's always, you know, places together that you haven't been to before and you're introducing each other to uh, new cultural things. And so it's Mm -hmm. like this exciting experience to educate the other party on your life and your culture.
1: Oh, yeah, totally agree. I was just going to tell you that. We actually met, I was in the U.S. already. I was studying, living in New York, and we met on Tinder. Yeah, still online online (laughs)
0: dating. And look at us now.
1: (laughs) So we didn't go through the whole K-1 visa because I was on my work visa or study visa, whatever I was doing at the time. But we had to go through the green card process eventually, as all of you so but this is plus a, one sorry.
0: plus one in the Tinder column and a negative one in the international Cupid. <laughs> right, exactly.
2: Right. Tinder, Maybe try right, Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> making it happen for you guys. That's so awesome.
0: Let's let's go back to Amir. You guys dated for a few years, right? Yeah, over two years. We oh, were there wow. yeah,
1: for over that's, two years. That's a long time. Yeah, 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 You don't
0: necessarily get that impression on the show.
2: No, in fact, they really wanted you to kind of have the impression that she never actually came here and never lived or, or experienced America significantly other than Vegas. So, so what so, was
0: her American experience? Oh,
2: she lived with me here. Uh, she experienced my daycare. She would come and live with me for like three months at a time, go back for a month or two, come back for two or three months, go back for a month or two. And so we would do this cycle uh, over and over again. And so she ended up living here probably over nine months, you know, wow. in total
0: Together. And had you gone to France and met her family?
2: Yeah, I actually you went to France. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I met her mom and, uh, her mom is wonderful. I had a, a, a lot of connection there. We went and ate at the Jules Verne Eiffel Tower. Like we had a great time in France, uh, but her dad didn't want to meet me. I oh, didn't okay. make any effort you know? And so I came to the town in which he was in. We tried to actually go and see him and he avoided the whole interaction entirely.
0: How long ago was
2: that? That was, uh, <sighs> January, 2020.
0: So oh, that's pretty, last
1: year. Yeah. Pretty yeah.
0: recently. That wasn't too long ago when I was How out there. How did Amira explain that, that your, that her dad didn't want to meet you?
2: Uh, Basically, it was like explained to me, like as it was happening, because we were in the town in which we were supposed to meet the dad. And she called the dad to like, hey, are we going to be meeting you? Are we going to be meeting up? And he was just like, no, I don't want to meet anymore. I don't want to do this. And so we were like literally there to meet. Mm. And so that's when he kind of pulled the whole not doesn't want to meet thing
0: no cameras or anything though that no was just... cameras
2: this was this was like before we even got picked up for the show or anything
0: let's talk about that how did the idea of 90 day fiance come up
2: Oh, it was like we literally watched 90 Day Fiance when we were in Las Vegas together the first time we met. We saw Michael and Angela and the cake and, <laughs> and all that. And you the know, classics. like and, and that yeah, they you want get to get on? No, not really. I was so against it. I was I was like, I never want to do this show. I was like, please never, let's do that. And then she just wanted this thing the whole time. Like she would constantly be pushing like, Oh, let's do this show. Let's do this show. And so after we finally got the K1 visa, I, I broke down. I'm like, okay, we can, we can uh, throw out our application. And so we threw out the application and we didn't get a word back very fast at all. In fact, uh, I don't think they were very interested in us, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. at at the beginning. And so uh, it took a it took a while for them to actually get back a couple months. And then it even took a couple of weeks after that. I've heard casts say that they've been picked up, you know, in a matter of weeks. But me, it took months and months hmm. and months of it, like talking to people and producers and hmm. and going through. And so I think we were one of the last ones like selected. I think Stephanie was actually the last.
1: That's a whole different story. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you know if Amira watched the show before that Vegas trip? Was she a fan of it? Or did she uh, not know? She, she
2: she had mentioned it before, actually, yeah, before the Vegas trip. She had, like, sent me photos of some of the couples and stuff like uh, that. And I had already <laughs> known about the show because my mom had watched it. And so I was... Uh, I was, I was very like, oh man, this show is crazy. I, it's, it's entertaining, but I never really want to be on it. It, it destroys how people.
1: how I feel. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> it's crazy. I never want to be on it. It destroys people. And then, you know, the things you do, the things you do for love, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of just, yeah, the tears really draw you to, to where you need to be sometimes. And she, she really knows how to pull out those tears.
0: So you start filming. At yeah. what point do you realize you're the villain is it during filming is it once it's airing once the memes start i was i was told actually cuz
2: production tells you all sorts of different things as you're going through it and so they say oh andrew we're we're cutting it this way we're cutting it so that you're going to look like this you're going to look like such a good guy when you walk out with the kids and you do this and oh. like they try to like <laughs> they try to say like we're going to we're going to instead of the villainous dark music that they put behind me as I'm walking out, you know, they were trying to sell it to me like, Oh, Andrew, we're going to make you such the like good guy. You know, you're going to get to walk out and be with the kids and have all this. And then when you see it, it's totally different. You know, you have the villainous music (laughs) on every scene and you have the, the, the odd angles and the Dutch angle and stuff like that. So it's like, uh, they, they definitely knew what they were doing in order to 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 make me fall into those villainous
0: plot lines. You know, Do you think they knew that when they casted you, oh, he's going to be the villain or they I got they stuff did. from you and said, oh, we could make him into this.
2: I think I think during the whole interview process, they uh, they picked up on my my manner of speaking, my my disposition, uh, kind of my facial features and in, in juxtaposition. And they um, and they kind of just applied villain, bad guy. You know, they they were able to to pick that up. What they really wanted was Colt 2.0. Um, I was honestly
1: I was thinking that like uh, the way your character was portrayed I think like okay this is something somehow similar to cult.
2: They pretty much told me that flat out, you know, like, like be more like Colt. What about really? Yeah, they would say that sometimes. (laughs) And I would would, he would say they would say Colt gets all the ladies, Andrew. Colt gets all the
0: ladies. And I was like,
2: what? (laughs) No, no, he does. I don't want
0: those problems. Somehow he does. And he's turned his celebrity into multiple seasons of spinoffs. So it wouldn't be the worst thing financially.
2: I mean, financially, yeah. But like, I mean ego wise, it's right. definitely yeah. a, uh, well, a hit to the reputation. I mean, Colt doesn't necessarily run a, a, a daycare business and, uh, and, have a, and have a certain type of community around him.
0: So but, I was going to ask that later, but let's go to it now. What has the reaction been among the parents of the kids and the kids and
2: like, well, the kids are always like, I see you on TV. Like they're, they're, they're that's just their reaction. They have no context or conception of like story or anything like that. So when they see me on the TV, they're just like, I saw you on TV yesterday. Oh my God, you were on the TV, Mr. Andrew. And they're always so excited on Mondays and stuff like that. And so it's a lot of fun. But um, the parents are just like what the heck mm. <laughs> they're like, cause they knew Amira. They met Amira. Oh. They, yeah. A lot of my clients oh. knew Amira. And so they're actually kind of upset in the way too, of what's being said and how it's being portrayed and everything. So, uh, yeah, my clients have not been happy with, uh, the portrayal and they know it's all a bunch of BS, you know, like it's, um, it's, it's, it's not their, their cup of tea. A lot of them don't even tune in anymore.
0: So, I'm going to ask it because it's one of the main things I feel like you're getting slandered for is showing the kids faces on social media. Everyone's up in arms.
2: I get that a lot, you know, but I have media releases from all from my parents and you saw the kids on the show, you know, you, you actually saw the kids (laughs) on the show. We have media releases for these, for these children. And so the parents follow me. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand the criticism Uh, in regards to that I I actually I understand the criticism. I I do I understand the concern and the criticism, but like I don't think people are getting the the other aspect of it that these kids were on the show and we have media releases and there's a lot of joy in sharing what we do every day. So that makes
1: a lot of sense. I actually was one of the people who thought like oh well he's showing the kids on the show it's not that cool just because I was an au pair before right I was taking care Mm -hmm. of kids. I never posted a kid on social media unless the mom was okay with it. I was, you know, I was, I would have to ask. And that was my main question. So the fact that you did have media releases, that makes it all good
2: yeah we have media releases and in fact when we filmed those uh, scenes uh, like those were like the production requested me to film those and so i i had to set up the cameras and do it during my day and get everybody in like dresses and stuff like that for the the princess party and like i had to do that like on three different occasions and uh so like the parents were involved in this process, you know? So it's, I, I wish people would understand that my clients are incredibly supportive and they, they, you know, it's been, it's, I'm, I'm so blessed to have them in around still. That's has awesome.
0: business has business tripled as Stephanie says
2: for her? Uh, I am completely booked up. I, I have a waiting list that is, that could fill another center. And so wow. I'm, I'm hoping to double uh, my capacity in my license. Um, that's going to take some time, so I'm, I'm going. I'm going through the process of hopefully expanding my license and being able to take on more clients. But right now, I'm maxed out on my license. My school is full. So
0: well,
2: good. That's that's not bad. B- business is good. I worry about the future because a lot of my clients have been with me for a long time, and they've you know stuck around and they're still here. But you know they ultimately graduate and they go on and stuff like that. And so it's it's really uh, a concerning all the bad uh, things that people have tried to do to my business. Mm-hmm. Like they send things to it. They post all these fake reviews. They try to mass report it. They, they make false claims and like all this thing. So it, it, it worries me about if I didn't have these clients, I'd be panicking, you know, yeah. I'd just
0: be in a different situation. It is unfortunate that you chose to put yourself out there on television as entertainment. And then people are trying to yeah. hurt you yeah. financially or they're trying yeah. to take my livelihood yeah. 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 i mean
2: all like and it just i mean we're watching a television show i mean you guys can laugh and make fun of me for you know and we, do. <laughs> exactly. yeah, we do in spanish exactly yeah exactly i get it i understand it like i just watched it the other day here and i was like oh my god some of this is really cringy and funny <laughs> and like like yeah it's entertainment and i don't mind all the laughter around that But when you guys are like getting in my business, you know, contacting like clients or family, like my mom gets calls that are just disgusting, you know, and it's just it blows my mind the level some of the like the level the fandom will take it to, you Mm -hmm. know, I
1: was just gonna say, like, who takes the time to actually go and do this?
2: Exactly. Right? <laughs> it, you really you really have to be invested. Like these people have... Like I'm taking up so much of their mind time somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like I am i don't know why I'm in their head so much that they feel like they have to yeah. come and try to destroy my and life. As oh. John
1: and I always say, you know, we watch the show, we comment to like what's on the show, right? Yeah, of and course. Obviously, we're not trying to be mean. We just say what we see. But I don't exactly. understand how some people go... Not even the extra mile. The extra hundred miles to really be mean, to really do this—not just to you, to all oh, the cast the members. Cast, yeah. yeah,
2: some of the cast have some bad stories too. Oh, like, I believe I, that. I, I have—I've like—I got dick glitter bombs sent to me and stuff oh. like that. <laughs> I know that like other cast have had like people show up and stuff over at their homes, and so it's just like it's very it's a different world and we're all just really normal people that kind of got wrapped up in this whole thing, you know? And so we're not like behind gated communities or celebrities mm-hmm. or anything that is, you know, in an ivory tower, we're literally walking around in your neighborhood and uh, like, we're very much so accessible to everybody, you know? Mm.
0: I want to go back. We were talking about cult, you yes. being Colt 2.0. <laughs> you, you said we were watching one of your lives the other day and you said something yeah. about, production telling you how to wear your hair because yeah. we already have a Sinjin, we already have
2: yeah we already have has a, a, georgie, <laughs> a georgie and and i was blown away by that because i'm not trying to put myself in the same camp as uh Sinjin and georgie those two are very handsome men i am i am uh but they they told me this and i was a little blown away by it you know i was a little blown away that i can't wear my hair down but Sinjin and georgie and others got that liberty and essentially, I think that goes in more to the villain narrative, because I, I basically they would show up and like I would have to just like quickly. And you can see how sloppy it is sometimes like I'm at work and I just OK, I have to throw my hair up and I'm just, you know, and I step outside to do a filming thing for them. So I think they knew how sloppy it w- looked. I think they knew how it came off, you know, because oh, my hair is like washed and it's like this and like it's yeah. like but it when looks I, healthy when, guys mm-hmm. we're looking yeah. at it
0: looks very healthy like no dead ends
2: it, well thank you it's just like it just blew like every time it's like oh sloppily we just have to put it back up you have to put your hair up mm. and i would like there were a couple times where i would like fight back and not do it when they weren't in the room but i was self-filming and they never used those uh. scenes oh. you know yeah,
1: that's crazy
2: there were times when I would do like the self filming, like when she, call, when you guys see the uh, text message uh, in Mexico and stuff like that. That's me by myself. I had to set up the tripod and get everything ready. It was like in the middle of the night, and so I'm all by myself, and I'm like, I want to wear my hair down for this, mm. and so I have my hair up. And during the, the the call and stuff, I take it down, and they don't show all anything that's happening. So they're, they they really went really out of their way to not show. My hair down. Even at the tell all, they asked me ten times to put it up, and I refused. Yeah, you know, like
0: this, crazy. I'm out after this. So I'm wearing yeah. it down. I'm going out with it down. Well, all this yeah, hair exactly. talk
1: brings me to a question, right? I yeah. see your hair looks like nice and silky. So <laughs>
0: all, right, all right, let's take it easy. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> well,
1: also, I feel like my hair looks nice and silky, but I use all you these like good hair too. Thank you. I use all these crazy products. I spend money for, but your fellow cast member from California, Big Ed, uses yeah. mayo.
2: He uses the mayo. Have you it uses- ever tried that? I've never tried the mayo. People <laughs> send me that tip all the time, and I'm like... <laughs> The, what the, like, I feel like I get <laughs> criticized for grease a lot, you know, like, oh, you got greasy hair. You got this. And I'm like, Mayo would just make that worse. Wouldn't you, it,
1: don't do it. Don't. Like,
2: do it. <laughs> wouldn't Mayo just like completely greasify the hair? I like,
1: can't. I can't watch the scenes with Ed putting Mayo on his head. I literally can't.
2: Avocado on the face and stuff. So like yeah,
0: that. Don't go down that path. We have a big Ed. We don't. You're right. That. we could go, go 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 the cringe route. <laughs> so. Okay, you were alone in Mexico. That was going to be my other question. Mm-hmm. Self filming the entire two weeks.
2: Um, I had one dude that they flew out there to help me out, and uh, he came from Mexico City, which was kind of the mind blowing thing. Um, it, it, one guy named Pico, he was great. I, I liked him a lot, and he would uh, help me out with the audio and the, the setting us things up. But sometimes he wasn't there, and so I had to, I had to like do it myself or set up things when things were happening. A lot of those scenes were just me doing my best to document things for you guys. Like mm-hmm. even, even like the massage was like, I'm a swollen lump. I have bruises all over, but I'm still setting up the tripod <laughs> and laying it down. And like, I'm trying for you guys. And I feel like I didn't get any like
0: justice in that. Like I really <laughs> was trying. And you know. is production on a phone or on an iPad talking to you? Half the time. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. most of the
2: time. Yeah. I'd That's say, what I over seventy five percent of the time they're right there. The scene uh where she's calling and texting, she they weren't there for that one.
0: Okay. All right. Let's talk about probably the most egregious thing you did that we I as know, viewers man. think you did. The, the five four three two on <laughs> countdown. <laughs> the countdown. Oh my god. So what was that? What led to that? Why did you do it? I um I look at that too
2: and I, I I say it over and over again, I could have and should have done better. I am, I will take accountability on, on my failure to communicate in a healthy manner in that, in that moment. But um, I would also like to, to emphasize the, the reality of that situation uh, which was nothing to do about kids. It was not a a fight where I'm berating her for hours on in. It was really a a flash pan fight when I got a uh, word, essentially, that she had gotten an agent, I was told by production that she had gotten an agent, and she was doing this money play, and was asking for money and didn't want to do the filming anymore. And like, and literally, she was supposed to be on the plane in a couple of hours. And so and I had no idea about any of this until it just popped up on me a couple hours before her flight. And so the context of those texts, I've even shown it on my Instagram. You can see mm-hmm. the start of the conversation. We're talking about television. We're talking about the, the TV crew and the TV. We're not talking about kids. We are, we are in a row over what she is doing.
1: Hmm. So when you, when you mentioned money, I actually have a, another question that I've always yeah. been curious about, right? So the yeah. Americans always get paid because you are in America, what about yeah. a foreigner? I know that foreigners, if they come to America, they cannot get paid because they don't different, have the work visa.
2: Different seasons have different contracts. okay. So it depends, it depends on what season you're, you're with. If you're like uh, before the 90 day or 90 day the other way, I'm sure that there are different um, payment calculations for the mm-hmm. foreigner on that one. Uh, but the, the one that I am on, the, the original there, where, yeah, it's just the American. Yeah, I had already actually set up a allowance system for, uh, and you guys saw it on the show, for her to receive half of all the money and everything Mm -hmm. that was going on. And so um, she was just like, it was going to, as I didn't even have, I didn't even get paid and I already was paying her money. (laughs) Like, And I had the $500 gift card there for her and that she was going to be able to re, renew that whenever it ran out. And so essentially uh, that was her, Part of okay. the money.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because again, I was, I've been here for how long? 11 10, years, 11, 11 years. years, right? I, I was yeah. an op then and I went to school, I got my work visa, worked, met John, etc, etc. But I know when I was a student, I couldn't work, right? I couldn't receive any payments. And I know that when you're on the K-1 visa, this is the same thing. So yeah, I make Until
2: you get the adjustment of yeah, status exactly. and the work permit, it's it's really difficult to to make any money and or legally. And so it really um it really limits you to you know, it really makes it difficult when the American is the only one getting paid mm-hmm. in the situation, you know, because uh it makes the other party feel like they're getting getting screwed. But the truth is we had already had arrangements for proper payouts for her. Like there was not, there was not any type of like, Oh, I'm keeping the money or I'm doing this or that. You know, if you guys see the receipts that I've posted, she was not lacking for any money or anything like that, that I had sent her.
0: So if she wasn't getting paid from the show, what was the deal with her asking the agent for more money? I think
2: that's what was so suspicious. That's why like when it popped up, it was so incredibly uh, crazy because she had not told me about the agent and she was do- apparently they had been talking to production for over a week about these things while she was in Serbia. And it did- was not revealed to me literally hours be- only hours before she was about to get on the plane. So apparently they were working on it for, like a week with her and telling her that they could not do it. They can't pay her. They, she's already signed the contract. And only on the day that she was going to leave, she never told me the production called me and they said, Andrew, we we're having a hard time with Amira. Um, we, we can't pay her, you know? And I'm like, I know that, you know, like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I know those things. Like what, you're not telling me something. I This is news to me. What's going on. And she's like, uh, they're like, um, uh, Amira is emailing us with an agent. She has agents has emailed us and is asking for money. And we've been dealing with it for a week. And we thought you knew and all of this. They thought that I knew. They thought that I knew she had an agent. So all of this really was very revealing at like literally hours before she's supposed to get on the plane. Uh, I I think she was being deceptive and trying to receive money uh, outside of my knowledge, which is, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, she should get her own money and should be paid. And I want her to have her own bank account and all these things. That's not what I'm talking about. It's the shadiness of it. And, uh, the, the, how it all manifested that that's what led to the Mm -hmm. fight.
0: So what were the first red flags you saw from her? Was it during filming? Was it before filming?
2: It was during filming. Like you can see my face on a lot of the on a lot of the shots, because some of the things that she just like comes out with are they seem mm-hmm. like outlandish or something that I couldn't connect really well to. And so, like, you see my face have genuine expressions of shock sometimes, like, <laughs> like, why are you, like, I'm just like, what what's this about? Like this, this is like I'm trying to think of an example like the, the whole kid thing, you know, mm-hmm. like I, my, my whole thing on kids, I don't, I, I, I'm rich with kids in my life. I don't need kids right now in my life. There was nothing that I was doing or anything that was saying we need to have kids right now. The only thing that we've ever talked about is, are we having kids ever? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is that something that's in the future? There was never like, do it now, do it now. Do it now. And so I think that's a reasonable conversation to have for people who are about to be. Oh, married, for
1: sure. You know? We've had the conversation like, too.
2: Yeah. And I, I, I'm i just like, they don't want any type of reasonable uh, interactions. And so, uh, Amira, the red flags for me was during those conversations, she would sometimes just pop off unreasonably, you know, like, oh, la, la, baby, <laughs> you think I'm stupid, <gasps> you know, like, like these things. And it's just, it, it generated more conflict than it than was really actually needed at the time.
0: Was she totally alone in Serbia or did she have production there too?
2: She had a production, but she what I was told was she kicked production out because she played, she did the whole agent thing. Like I was told that essentially she refused to film and then I was shocked when they did film, you know, some things, they had some things there. So I was told multiple things on that. Hmm. I was told that she wasn't filming For a period of time because she said she wasn't because of the agent. And then they when they actually revealed everything on the TV, they actually did have some shots of her going around.
1: Yeah. So I was going to ask, like speaking of Serbia, right? I actually do know some people who did the loophole that you guys did through Mexico successfully.
2: There you you go. Like the lawyer even listed like a bunch of people who did it very successfully. So my question
1: is, what really happened to Amira that she was detained? And the only thing I can possibly think of myself, because I'm not going to obviously name someone who did it, but they had a return ticket Mm -hmm. to basically prove, oh, we're going on a vacation to Mexico. That is we're going back to our homeland, even though they didn't.
2: If you look at the Mexican embassy with the French, uh, they they, I'll have to send you the website. Um, It says that you can have an onward ticket, a through ticket. And she had an onward ticket, Mm. a through ticket in her possession to the United States. So she did essentially have a return ticket. She had a expression that she was leaving the country, which was shown on the website to be uh, uh, acceptable. And so uh, she had everything that she needed in order to justify herself yeah
1: in. so i'm very she, curious she could have happened. shown
2: them yeah she could have just shown them the ticket and said i'm leaving in 14 days to go to san francisco you know she had it literally with her so um that the the way it all went down was incredibly chaotic and very confusing um that she had called production and the information was withhold withheld from me for quite some time and uh when it was revealed to me it was revealed and Uh, chaotic ways. I was told multiple different things that were going on. And so I had no actual understanding of where she was or what was actually happening because production wasn't telling me. And so, and she had contacted production. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's happening. I have, I'm hiring translators. I got translators. I got people calling airports, security, uh, different multiple uh, detention centers. We can't find anything. We can't find anything anywhere and you can check uh on the t that i have on my profile uh, one of the conversations that i have with one of my translators and basically they're talking about how they got to the airport and the airport doesn't keep that information there and ultimately like it like it was a it was like a runaround we couldn't really find anything where she was and it leads me to believe uh that it probably was not the exaggerated circumstances in which it are being described, you know? Um, so, uh, I, I, the problem is I don't know what really happened. Yeah. Like I really wish, like, I don't want to like state with concrete, uh, this is what yeah, happened. No, because totally. I don't know, yeah. but, um, I, I believe it's one of three things. Um. One, uh, she either f- like the paperwork says that she showed the lawyer it it's, uh, that she didn't have a passport. Uh, she either fumbled it on the way from the plane to immigration. Somehow. When you
0: say fumble, what do you mean? Fumbled? Like she
2: dropped it, or like oh, okay. you know, like somehow you know did not have it in her possession when going through uh, the the immigration okay. uh, people. Um, but she even says that she had her passport and handed it to them in the show. She says that at the tell all. So I don't think that that was mm-hmm. the, the reason. The second one, and the lawyer kind of hits at this a little bit, is misrepresentation. You misrepresented yourself to the, uh, to the immigration officials, uh, essentially so much so that you led them to believe that you're not, you're not leaving Mexico and you're here mm-hmm. in it for a different reason. Uh, and you didn't navigate that situation in a way that would allow- show you a, a flight ticket, show them the flight ticket, show them the things that are ultimately going to get you out of that situation. Um, Uh, And the third one is uh, she had an alliance with production. And uh, ultimately, there's uh, some shadiness Mm -hmm. that ultimately happened there. I think that it's either one of the last two. Um, I think that it's either a alliance with production and there were things going on because the way that it all happened. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. I like all
1: uh, that, you know, like Jovi and other cast members were saying, like, wait, like, we travel a lot. Like, this is, yeah. there has to be a reason. Like, we both travel a lot. Like, even when we go to the Czech Republic, John has to show he has his return ticket, right? You yeah. always have to give a proof, so...
2: And usually uh, the immigration people I've, I've, I've had, you know, been pulled aside and you have to talk and there usually you have a chance to like, be like, okay, this is what's happening here. You know, it's not like, it's not like, Oh, you're in a cell, you know, you're in a cell and we're not going to reasonably deal with you at all. You're just like, you're just a, Uh, Someone that's leaving because we don't want to figure out why, what the problem is here. You know, usually when I've been pulled to the side, it's like, oh, let me explain what's happening. I'm here for visiting my friend. Here's my return ticket. This is what's going on. I'm staying at this hotel. You know, like you give them all the information. Mm -hmm. And she had all that information in her possession. So I don't know how she uh, ultimately got Got
0: stuck. You're not hooked up to a lie detector like Jovi was, so we don't know if you're telling the truth. I
2: know you can't. You can't but, tell. You know. I find but, uh,
0: it. I find it telling that you've said a lot of stuff recently, and Amira hasn't come out and denied it. Right. Right. Because because she can't. Yeah, right. It's true. <laughs> so
2: you know, but like. To be honest, if there was any type of like legal investigation, which there won't be. But if there ever was, you would find the emails between production and Amira's agent. You would find all the stuff that actually happened. You would see I posted the text messages between me and production like there. Everything is there. If you had like an actual third party who went and looked at it all, you would see the actual truth, you know.
0: So a few more questions, if you don't mind. I know we've taken a lot of your time. No, you're fine. What was it like filming during COVID? I'm just curious about that.
2: Uh it was it was it was uh chaotic at some points because there are certain regulations that everyone has to abide by. And they have, you know, a COVID person on set who makes sure that everyone is uh socially distancing and, and making sure that uh everyone is safe and has their mask on at certain points and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh COVID definitely uh Made filming a little bit more difficult in some regards, but uh, it also made the entire experience more difficult because we had to do the whole Mexico thing mm-hmm. Serbian right thing. that's your
0: storyline yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, COVID um really threw a wrench in it is is gare tiger upset that he's being labeled as a bear <laughs> <Gare tiger>. these <laughs> are the hard-hitting questions Andrew. these are the
2: questions people <laughs> want to know about people want to get to the bottom of this gare bear okay. is is parading as a tiger he is he is a, he is a bear with a fat belly and round ears who is dressed as a tiger. He is merely wearing a tiger costume. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I think joking. He does, he does have the tiger stripes. And, uh, he, he when I call him Gare Bear, I'm probably definitely misappropriating <laughs> his, <laughs>
0: his, uh, his, his, uh, animal, his animal traits. So how do you feel now that the season is over? Uh, relieved. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm
2: actually really excited that they're going on to another season so quick and that, uh, all that is, is going on. I think it just it limits the heat and everything kind of just changes a little bit. And so it's a big relief in that way. It's like having a little bit of a weight lifted off your shoulders. Would you do another season? I never say never. You know, yeah. I, I I'm up to conversations. I do feel royally screwed by them in so many ways. But like, you know, I there are certain things that do sound fun you know, like a, uh, a strikes back or, mm, you know, yeah. would, like, you know, like those things sound fun to me. Like yeah. like, yeah, like reading the text messages that people have like sent and and just replying to them on like those kind of things. Like if like those things seem fun and I would I would be down to participate.
0: You do a pretty good job with all the trolls and the memes, I would say. Thank you. It's, yeah, you- it's fun. You know, like
2: you got to you got to kind of be improv with it and just like Take it and just say yes to whatever they're saying and yeah. play around with it, you know? So, so,
0: were you asked to do Bears All at all? No, I was okay. never asked to do it. So, all. I don't think I'll ever be asked to, to do anything. anything. <laughs> well, on the show, if you've seen Bears All, they usually have a cast member show a talent. They show off a talent, right? Yeah. And I know you beatbox. I do, and I told our listeners if, if we got Andrew to come on the podcast, I would ask him to beatbox, and if he oh did, I gosh. would freestyle to his beatbox. <laughs> oh man, I gotta, I gotta get
2: a beat for you. Okay, you gotta give you me a good beat.
0: I'm just right. gonna listen. All right, this sec, <clears throat> something slow, something I can work with. All right. Oh shit, <laughs> it's like double Dutch too. You got to figure out like the right place to come in. Okay, hold on. Sitting here with D-Bag Drew, trying to figure out what's the lie and what is true. Amir detained in Mexico. What did he do? Got a massage and swimmed in the pool. Then he rocked a vest on the tell Probably his biggest sin. But look at him in America now. Just straight up in. I think I think there was a little delay. There was a little delay, which yeah, threw me off. So. I'm gonna... <laughs> but you actually did
2: really good. I think. Oh, thank like, you. I like. I thought that was pretty good,
0: man. he does, like, he
1: does things like this. I'm always like, like, wait, how do you come up with things? I'm gonna blame. I'm
0: gonna blame it on the delay. I it, it was I, it, I hear the
2: delay too, man. I am backing you up on that. But there's uh there it's it's fun,
0: dude. I, I dig the freestyle, man. Oh. It's 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 kind of a it's a fun little play there. I always just say throw out a topic. I tell yeah. T, I'm like, throw out a topic and then I just freestyle. So right. we just did one for D-Bag Drew, I say it not with love because that's a little over the top, but it's, with appreciation that you would come on the podcast.
2: It's all good fun. You know, yeah. I just try to have fun with it. And the, the D-Bag Drew thing is just it's like it's a characterization to play around with the trolls in that way. So it's fun.
0: Any, anything else? Any other questions? Anything you want to say, Andrew, that you uh, haven't said? I I really appreciate you guys having me on. And said it, all. Uh, it was, said it all. It was Yeah. Thanks it was for
1: joining us. This was really great
2: yeah, like, and uh, if you guys you know ever have any other questions or if your your audience has any questions, uh, I'll be happy to answer them. so Definitely. he's an open yeah, book. Good. I'm an, open, an book. open book. i'm
0: here. I'm here for the conversation.
1: that sounds awesome. <laughs>
0: well we appreciate it. Andrew, thank you for being here. yeah, thank no you for worries.
1: joining us and cheers,
0: Thanks, guys.
1: bye, guys. bye bye.